One time I'm going to do like the actual snap myself and see if I can get all that heavy bass in there. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Be Extraordinary Podcast. It's good to be back. Yeah, man. I've got the uh, the the man, the myth, the legends squared in the house. Um, my man Rod Herb and my brother Taylor Young, and it is just us today. This is kind of fun. Yeah, that's where it started. Yeah, yeah. Like right this. where it started. Back to the roots. That's it. Which is great. I mean, we've had some really cool guests in here. We've had some really fun time in the studio, which is nice. And But uh, I'm reminded of why we started this podcast, which was for the three of us to get together and kind of share the concepts and the conversations that we have, you know, Thoughts, genuinely yeah. that are behind closed doors with the world and obviously an opportunity for us to get together and, you know, learn, learn together, uh, you know, just on mic, which we thought would be cool. So uh, it's been pretty fun to be able to have this much space to be able to get together and do this. Yeah, it has. Um, Coming up on two and a, two years and a bit now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of thought we'd never have a guest. I thought it'd just be the three of us forever. But I'm uh, certainly <laughs> grateful for the guests too, but it is nice. It's uh, a lot of space. Yeah, it's good to rip. Yeah, I think we're going to, I know we've talked about it uh, recently, but I think we're going to do a lot of these with the three of us and really kind of share some stuff that obviously is important to us and dive into some things about, you know, Urban Young and the mechanics and uh, a lot of the strategies and tactics that, you know, we think are important uh, be able to share that with the world because I think they're really valuable. I think there's something that, that people can really get a lot out of, um, and that's just feedback we've gotten. So uh, let this be the first of many, gentlemen. Yeah, very cool. Well, I, you know, this today I wanted to kind of recap. We're coming off of our Super Bowl event for the year, uh, which is our uh, annual leadership summit. Um, how many, what was last year, or what was this year, which just happened, by the way, what, a month ago? I, I was telling the team yesterday, we, were, we had a meeting, and I said, we are one month post-summit yesterday. One month post-summit. <laughs> how many uh, was that? Was that 10? That was number 10. That was number 10. Number 10. 10 wow. summits. Yeah, that was the 10-year annie of the actual event 10-year anniversary and in, and in of the February event February will be 12 years old so we, we did not do a summit the first year yep. or the second year the third year was third year was the was the uh, beginning of it wow that's awesome so 10 years running um, and for those that are listening um, most of the people that are probably listening to this podcast have heard uh, of our annual leadership summit um, it's a huge deal inside of our walls um, just because that's kind of the camp that we grow up grew up in in regards to kind of our cycle in regards to how we plan our year. But it's our annual event every year where we get together for two days. We have a two-day session and we do a complete immersion into uh, what was as far as our history is concerned, uh, what is, what happened this year and how we did Um based upon goals, objectives, and projects that we were working on. Um, and then what's next? So what is to come uh, for the next uh, 12 months? And how do we set that sail and do that as a group and, 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 and be intentional about what we want to really focus on? And, you know, a lot of these events that I see other companies do, they're, they're either fun or they're a one-day workshop. And what I'm really proud of that we've kind of committed to is really – you know, pouring in for two, three days. There's something special that happens when you go off site and you do a two or a three day event. Number one, it's very difficult to pull off, um, which maybe we can get to in a little later than that. I think that's probably what keeps people from doing that. But there's something special about that because enough time is there to germinate that something magical just ends up happening. Um, and maybe just because it's different, maybe because, you know, you need a certain amount of space. I'm not necessarily sure why that would be, maybe both, 
but um, it's a two, three day event where we do two days of a session and we're immersive in, you know, what was, what is, and what's next. We have some special guest speakers. We have some topics and yes, we get into some insurance stuff specific to our company, but really the majority of the concepts and the learning that we do is personal development driven. Um, it's, you know, very rounded topics uh, that are applicable and contextual to whether you're on the service side of our business, on the sales side of our business, on the finance, on the operations side. Um, so there's really something from everybody for everybody there. And I think that's a, a cool uh, a cool deal that I you know applaud you guys for and us for to really commit to because uh, it's not always easy, um, but it's something that we have uh, somehow found a way to make sure that we make that a priority every year. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but yeah, I think you mentioned. <laughs> two three days and then you add a day right we've added days over the years right it initially was just I, I think really like one night two days and then you go to two days two nights and then we've added two days specifically with our core leadership team comes in thursday yep. afternoon kind of the you know and then before that wednesday we've added uh, what we call our independent operator days and our independent operators we collab together and we kind of have these different frameworks of conversations with different um, key people, collective people, and so on and so forth for the different environments. So, so for us, I think it was more of a four night, five day event. Um, it was a lot this year. Yeah, it was awesome. Which was, was which lot. was like incredibly rich. But I think with that amount of time, you're looking to just kind of increase the proximity and and encourage good quality conversations. And I think why sometimes the duration of the time matters is because everyone has their different moments. Like if you were to pull forty people that were there guests included and you said hey what was the key moment and takeaway they would point to that conversation you know that environment whatever and then the other person would be like oh yeah that, that was that wasn't it for me it was this you know so um, I think that's cool as we've kind of added some time and some days you're kind of enhancing and increasing kind of that timeline and duration that people are able to have those magical moments hey guys Brett Young with the Be Extraordinary Podcast I want to take a moment and just say thank you so much for listening uh, without you guys listening this wouldn't be possible appreciate you guys so much um, if you have not uh, subscribed to the podcast go ahead and hit that subscribe button it's on Apple Podcasts Spotify Amazon everywhere you can also go to BeExtraordinaryPodcast.com and all of the feed or you can watch the video playbacks and uh, subscribe to any uh, whichever podcast feed that you enjoy most. Lastly, if you've not joined the Be Extraordinary community, uh, please go to the bottom of the website. Go to BeExtraordinaryPodcast.com. Go to the bottom. You will see the Extraordinary community right there through Telegram. You literally just click the button. It's free. There's a bunch of other amazing professionals and individuals that live by this philosophy, having incredible dynamic conversations about what they experience every day and becoming better. So again, thank you so much for listening. You guys rock. Be extraordinary. I think too, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of you mentioning the 10th year, right? It's like we started the summit because we knew it was going to be an important event for us. Yep. And I'm, and if you look at anything we've ever started, we started it with the intention of, is it something that we'd want to do? And we want to, you know, we want to continue for, forever and and then you start thinking about the progression of the summit and how it the content has improved you know the ability to put on an event has improved I mean it's it's not just show up and have an event right I mean four months at least of planning logistics AV equipment you know tech you know we've we go through a year and we realize we've got a deficiency or a, or a soft part in our in our presentation with a microphone or a or a, or a piece of equipment and and we just, we add it, we buy it, we get it. So it's like, we don't ever have to worry about it again. It's like, we showed up this year 
And we didn't need one thing from the venue. We got a lot of shit. <laughs> we got, yeah. I mean, we, you know, when you're bringing, and I think that's important to point out, right? <laughs> Tenth Summit, we're, we're, we're renting a U-Haul. We're bringing in, you know, we're bringing in our own stuff and not having to rely on anybody. We, you, yeah. you had it set up at your house for a month, testing it out. You know, a couple of the guys came over a couple nights before, you or you and Eric, I think. Yep. You know, organized everything so it's easy to be set up. It's easy to be torn down and, and duplicate again next year. So, I just I'm, I'm just proud of the fact that after a 10 year run, it just we continue to to it continues to be a priority that we want to make it better, mm-hmm. and we have made it better every year. Whether it's the content or the speakers or, you know, I mean, you name it. Well, and just so we back up a little bit, and Rob, this would be great if you could take this for the person that's listening to this that maybe doesn't know the schedule. You know, Taylor, you touched on it as far as different days for different people. Can you yeah. give, maybe give that week just so people have an idea yeah. of what that looks like? Well, and I, I think it's important too, because it's really not that week, right? A week, a week before that week, um, you know, we've, we've already, we've already laid out a, an idea of, you know, teasers and, and, you know, we've, we've worked to promote the event, right? right. We know the importance of promoting the event. So really probably a month before we we have a trailer that gets created based on the theme that we're gonna we're gonna have that year, um, which we had a fun time creating the trailer this year. Every year the trailer gets a little bit better. Yeah, which shout out t- shout out to Zoe, man. I mean, you know, yeah. guy uh, guy just continues to uh, to impress. But you know, from from the time we identify the theme to the time we shoot the trailer to the time the trailer gets kind of just teased in front of the team, um, and I, I feel it's important to point out too. It's like for the new person that comes in in the middle of the year, every the, the 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 deal is get to summit. Just get to summit. You'll understand what you're a part of when you get to summit. So the summit starts, you know, a month before with the teaser, with the trailer, um, the promotion, the buzz. People have been to a summit before. Um, you know, they start to talk to their peers about how fun it is and what the experience is like. But and then you get to the week before summit, I guess. And we've had forever. We've had a call about how to attend the summit. Um, I think that's a an important component to preparing for the summit and getting ready for the summit that, you know, maybe we overlook a little bit because we've mm-hmm. done it so many times. But to the new person, that's that is everything, right? That sets their sail. Um, you know, we talk all the time about when you when you work in corporate America, you, you know, man, I need a vacation. I'm just exhausted, and you show up to a vacation exhausted, and you leave rested, right? And then you go back into your corporate role, and you just get beat up again. And we've always said, you know make sure you come into this summit as rested as you can be because we're, we're going to, we're going to have a lot of, you know, cool stuff go on and, and you're going to want to, you know, go hard and, and uh, whether that's the event, whether that's the sessions or whether that's all the events after the event. But the bottom line is, I mean, we want you to show up rested and leave exhausted. Mm-hmm. So what a contrast to corporate America, but once summit week hits, you know, I mean, we, we, like you said, Taylor, we have this year was our first annual um, independent operator summit, which was cool. Um, Took our uh, independent operators off-site, um, went to Lakeland, had a cool event with them, um, spent some time with um, a, a very close friend of ours, Robbie Sampson, been a guest on the podcast, and got a chance for him to pour in uh, to our guys and, and, and spend some time with that. Um, that was Wednesday night. Incredibly special. Right? I mean, Incredibly rich. Special. Just just anytime you're with that guy, it's rich. But um and then we, we, we go from there into Thursday where we bring in the core team, the core leadership team, um, to spend time with them. And, and, and you know, every year I'm, I'm also excited because every year their, their, their reach has grown, right? It's like the core team is, is 
certainly key when it comes to leading their teams in the in the in the offices and in the field. But to have them come into the summit and, and play such a huge role, I mean, that's a that's really neat because I think we've done a good job too. It's like you, you start out putting on the event and then you you gradually want to work your way to the back, right? And you want to make room for other people to step up and and lead. And that's certainly um, something that we've done well, I think. And I think I, I think it shows in the progression of, of, the, of that leadership team. But um, yeah, and sidebar, I was really impressed with the way that CORE stepped up this year. I mean, just yeah. from the setting up to the room and learning how to uh, just even the little subtleties of knowing where things go and yeah. uh, how to, you know, unpack and unpack as far as labeling is concerned and the logistics of, you know, where someone's showing up and grabbing stuff on the way in and then being able to pivot and go go get something that somebody needs and you know leading and communicating with the rest of the team on logistics and maybe some filling in the gaps that people didn't know and so shout out to them i think to your point right leadership is about getting in front of the room but then it's getting in the back room letting somebody else get to the front of the room right i think that is overlooked and i don't do necessarily do a good job with trying you try to make the event really great for them and you can miss out on the really cool lesson of teaching them how to put the event that's on. Right. And I think that's applicable in anything in your in your business. I mean, like, you know, you, you, they're your clients, so and they're your customer per se, so you want to cater and you want to create an experience and, and make them feel special. But there's also this dichotomy of allowing them to step into the creator mode and be able to let them do it for somebody else. So I think that day is a, is a prep day yep. that is geared around maybe opening the curtain behind the curtain a little bit and allowing them to understand what goes into creating these events. I think they've all been blown away over the years, especially over the last two or three years with what, with how much setup there is just physical setup, right? Forget all the planning we do, forget all the times that the three of us, I mean, how many times between four months out and the actual day do we get together? The three of us to talk about themes, to talk about impact, to talk about, what was, to talk about what is, to talk about what's next, to talk about, you know, who we want to bring in or who's on your list to, to want to get in front of the room and, 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 and influence the room. I mean, I think they've been blown away at the amount of work, yep. the physical work to set up. And I think, you know, like you said, man, this year was amazing with, with, the, with the reach they had. Yeah, I just love their, their, their wanting, you know, and that's, that's what I've been really excited about is just their, their wanting to want to do that, which yeah. is cool. So, I mean to interrupt you there, but Wednesday, no. Wednesday yeah, IO so day. Wednesday Thursday's is core independent summit, independent operator summit. Thursday is our core day, um, which also comes with the actual physical setup because typically we can't gain access to the venue until you know three four o'clock, which puts a big premium on being prepared, being ready. Once you get access to the room, get in, get everything set up, and then it's just it's an it's a whole evening of you know is this working, is that working? And I know Lorenzo and Lucas, man, we're we're in there beating the beating yeah. on that thing until you know nine ten o'clock at night because when when the gun goes off Friday morning, you've got people traveling in from their respective markets. We were in Orlando this year at the, at the Reunion Resort, fantastic venue by the way. I, I loved it. Um, I, you know, I, I would go back first of all. I'd go back 100%. be in a ballroom that next year and yep. and 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 maybe do it to another degree. But um, so you figure you've got people traveling from Melbourne, you got people traveling from Jupiter, you got people traveling from St. Pete and Tampa. Um, Coming in on the morning of the first session, which is Friday morning, um, they show up to a breakfast and then and then really just get locked in and get ready to go. And nine o'clock, the gun goes off. Um, we take that through to about two, three o'clock, going through what was, what is, um, and what's next. And uh, this year we had some special guests show up, and I know that um, if you've if you've 
If you're close to us at all, you know how big we are on the, on the guys from Glove Box. Shout out to uh, Ryan, Andy, and Sean. And, uh, and, and just the value they brought this year was, was crazy. Right down to, uh, and, and, you know, Thursday night spending time with the core and how much they, I was so impressed to watch them stand in the same spot mm-hmm. for hours, ready to talk to anyone that was ready to approach them. And, and I mean, I, that was just super classy, right? So it's like everybody on the key leadership team had the opportunity to get intimate with them. And then they came in and, and poured it out hard on, on Friday for the sessions. <clears throat> and then, so typically Friday, the sessions end, people get a little bit of time, get checked into their hotel, um, maybe get cleaned up, maybe grab a drink, maybe grab some food. And then we had a really cool event this year at uh, Howl at the Moon in, in uh, downtown Disney. Or was it downtown Disney? I drive. I yeah. drive. I drive. Yeah. Um, so party, bu- a couple party buses. Yeah, two this year. Two, two this big year. Ones. Two big ones. That was man. kind of a weird yeah. situation too. It's yeah. like how two. many people are here? This was yeah, crazy. It was a lot. I think we. I think we. I think we left. I think we walked into Howell at the Moon with like forty-two people, yeah. and that is just staff and and our guests. Um, that's speakers. no families, right? That's yeah. no families yet. So yeah, that's a good that's a good take. I mean, we've gone and debated that back and forth, yeah. you know, on that day whether we should have families or not, and, and we've done it both ways. And we've done it both ways, and I think we, we came to the conclusion that there's something special that happens when it's just team. That's and right. If the if the outcome is we're looking for people, and we'll get into this in a second of of what the outcomes are for the event, and uh, you know the, that that structure just ends up being something magical so yep. we've we've decided to really kind of protect that space so at night yeah at night yep. yeah yeah and we you know over the years we've done different cocktail parties or you know different themed parties this year the theme was top gun um client experience school so man we had some crazy cool costumes and people being being in theme and and playing the part i mean i don't think there was one person that didn't impress you with the way they looked um so people poured into it planned for it we're excited about it on the party bus go to howl at the moon um we had our own little area roped off and some some food and then uh i didn't know eric could play the piano i mean (laughs) eric really you know eric uh goose that's one of my favorite little videos that i i've I've tried to figure out how to use that was he actually he He wasn't actually he was banging on the ivory yeah he 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 wasn't making any sound but he he, had the best goose outfit with he had the short shorts he had the actual volleyball that he brought the top gun the volleyball scene yeah like so by the way so can we get that picture of him like fanned out on this on this screen when when we when we you know, yeah. publish this because his outfit is absolutely and he has a mustache incredible just, yeah, so that, eric yeah so eric had a volleyball with him all night he is goose like he is he goose. is goose. he is goose man yeah. he is goose he is goose so um so thir- so friday runs along and, the, and then we, we we ended that event i want to say 11 12 o'clock um some of us went a little hard in the paint went a little longer than 11 12 o'clock um and then sunday comes uh or excuse me and saturday comes I said Saturday. Friday was that event. Friday, the, the event ends. And then Saturday morning comes for um, really for what I, what is my favorite part of the event. And, man, I, I, I say every year, I think we say every year, I don't know how you continue to one-up yourself every year, but, every you know, we, you you grace us with the, uh, with the keynote, man. And listening to you talk about what's on your mind and, and tying together lessons and tying together years and tying together goals and tying together themes – um, continues to blow me away. It continues to be my favorite part of the summit. But once that keynote Thanks, is done, I mean, it's kind of like a mic drop and it's like, people are just like, where'd that come from? Um, and then we incorporate the families. And I, I, I love the way we do that. We have a pool party or we have some sort of event around 
um, just hanging more with the team. And, and by then the team has, you know, had a chance to hang and talk to people you don't typically get a chance to talk to and spend some time there. I mean, I know, I know for me personally, man, I had a lot of really cool conversations with people that I don't typically get to see on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. So that's a combination of, you know, Friday and Saturday. And then Saturday when the, when the pool party comes or the family event comes, whatever it is, um, you know, you've got, you got families, you got kids, you got spouses and, and it's a neat way to see people integrate. And, and, and they've certainly, you know, if, if they're from there, if, if they're hanging with people from their own market, I mean, you know, they've, they've got some familiarity there, but um, it's always a great chance for people to get a, get a, get an eyesight. And, and I, I always say for the spouses too, it's great to see what they're supporting, right? I mean, when you start talking about the type of integration that, that we promote and you get a chance to, to have a spouse that only hears about people that either are in your office or aren't in your office, that's a really neat time for them to get a chance to be, you know, you know, to be introduced and, and spend some time getting to know another. So, man, I, and, and then, and then from that point on, it's, it's kind of a, a, a you know, we, we run through Saturday night, um, again, you know, just kind of free flowing. Which Typically, this year was cool because it was the World Series. It was the so World we all Series. ended we up at baseball. somebody's, yep. you know, villa. We had some. I think we had college fo- some college football going, yep. which was great. I think uh, did Alabama lose that night? I'm to, to, poor Tory. Didn't Alabama <laughs> lose Saturday I think night? They did. They did, man. I think they were playing Tennessee and got shellacked. <laughs> on the now on the last play of the game, Nick Saban, man, he just made it clear as he was as he was pining for that fourth spot. You know, we only lost on the last play of the game. Yeah, that was uh, th- that was a good day, man. I mean, the one thing is I would have done a little different is had a little bit more structure of kind of where we'd go to watch the game. There's a lot of communication after we left the pool as far as because everyone wants to hang out with each other. I think that's what I've I've learned. You kind of expect people kind of just to do your own thing, and you don't want to over schedule it because right. you you've kind of you know that schedule has dominated the last couple of days. So you want to give true. people space to you know be with their families if they want to go out to eat, go out to eat. But it was cool to find that really everyone was texting everyone saying, hey, where are we going? Yeah. And, and no one had an aligned and answer. no one was trying. I mean, the, there was nobody in a hurry to end on Saturday night. And, and, <laughs> oh, no, not at all. But it, I had multiple. I, had, I got kind of like uh, uh, ambushed by some of the, the spouses, you know, the spouses that have been around for a long time. They're like, look. When, when are we going to get a summit? You know, like, this is cute. You know, you have this half day event, you know, like, but when are we doing something for us? I was like, well, it's a good, it's a good question. Maybe we need to talk about that. But that's a cool point is that you, you, ex, you don't, you do it out of etiquette to make sure people have space, but everyone wanted to hang out. Yeah. Everyone wants to hang out, you know, and I'm that that's almost a testament to how the event is to know that the spouses that have been around for so long, they look forward to that day just as much as, you know, the team member does. That's so right. it is a good point to you. You think that you're doing, you think that you're doing that to help, but really, you know, those people are looking for an experience too. All they do is get an earful about the days before that and how awesome the experience was. So that is true. And another subtlety I thought was cool this year and I honestly, I, I know this hasn't been the case. This is the the case most years, but there has been times where it hasn't been the case. Is uh, you know the event Friday? I mean, we took that late into the night. You know, clearly uh, drinking, having fun, the whole nine. I mean, we were safe and everything. But um, but then you know we push back the Saturday timeline to give people a little extra space to sleep, but not that much. I mean, no one showed up late. 
Um, everyone was there Saturday morning. No one showed up late. You know, like, like, yeah, that's, and that's for a big those, deal. those that are home, I mean, this crew throws down. I mean, <laughs> we, I mean, we had two giant big the whole party damn buses. town knows you had a good time. I mean, today. we absolutely <laughs> threw down and we are proud of it. We work hard, play hard. And this team has worked their ass off all year. We want to blow it out. Think and about that evolution. Though, they, right? Nobody I mean, showed we, up late. A couple early summits. I mean, we had people showing up banged up. Yep. Yep. And and we we recognize that you know maybe some maybe some tweaks needed to happen, but yep. at the end of the day, we've made some tweaks just by letting people re- reminding people, not even letting them know, just yep. reminding them that there's a lot of value still to gain from this event. Yeah. So and has think- it has it deterred people from from ripping it up on Saturday night or Friday night? No, but I think it's put a bigger premium on. Hey man, when the gun goes off Saturday morning, we want to be there when it goes off, and I, I think that's a cool. Well, and I think cool- our, our structure has has also gotten better, where we go longer, harder Friday, and then we can let loose, and then we still we still go hard, but it's a shorter duration. Yeah, almost to let people kind of be in that phase of the event because that used to be, I think, you're trying to fill two days and you have enough content to fill two days. But you start to lose people just due to the natural we, you know, we, cycle of things. Yeah, I think I think it, you know we used to we used to go from what is to or to what's next and then end on recognition, right? Um, I think we've always kind of put that marker there where there wasn't much other than just to come back for a powerful keynote the next day. Um, yeah, I but like I, but the I way do that think we did it. I like lengthening the, the sure. sessions. I think is definitely has, has been a key there. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, and I think this year. More than any other year, you'd mention everything you just mentioned, right? You just hear how many days, you hear all the themes. You know, you mentioned the promotion into the event. I think we did a really um, intentional job on promoting the event because sometimes it's kind of like when you book a vacation, right? You, you look as much forward to the vacation as the actual vacation itself. So that promotion becomes epically, per, you know, uh, important, right? So we're putting out teasers, your favorite summit moment, your favorite foods, right? That's like, right. and you're, you're, you know, we have a bag ready when they get, right? It's just, it's just, it, this summit to me was a clear indication of a, a philosophy that we all hold is just, you, you get what you give, right? You, you get out of the event, what you put into the event. And whether that's us throwing the event or all the key people that help throw the event, or it's you showing up and putting in the focus, the notes, the questions, and so on. Well, you think, know, you get out what you put in. I think that's a good point too, Tay. I mean, everybody. I don't know that everybody caught that, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe everybody, maybe everybody didn't catch the fact that with the theme being client experience school, we utilized our new technology to try to influence and and build the excitement to the event. So they were getting text messages leading up weeks before the event. Um, we had everybody assigned a call sign, um, had dog tags. Um, you know, and, and so, in our CRM, everybody was called, had their call sign. Yep, yep. So, I mean, people were moving. If you can visually see a CRM, I mean, people were visually moving through a process and receiving, uh, email, text, polling, As a you, build know, up. Yeah. you know, I know Taylor's doing RSVPs through there. Yeah. He was doing, Hey, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite drink snack? So it was a customized experience yep. that we were, you know, showcasing new tech that we have. Yep. So that's a good good point yeah and then right in the point i think why we did that right we wanted to show you know the power that you know high tuck or high tech and high touch can have when, when together and so like we would ask hey what is your favorite cocktail to get ready do you prefer red wine white wine you know or a cold beer or you don't drink whatever bubbly soda and so we would ask a couple of those questions and then we paired together a gift bag with a couple of those answers to where they 
hopefully with their win. call sign on. Right. And and another thing about the call sign I thought was cool um, is Rod Rod uh, went to make these name tags. These not name tags. The um, dog dog, tag. dog tags, of course. And I think you bit off more than you could chew <laughs> in that regard. And ended up having to press each letter of each <laughs> name on the dog tags. I think it took you like eight hours <laughs> to do. So I would see these. I would see these people's dog tags, and every time I got a chance, somebody would be like, "Oh, it's so cool that you guys did the dog tags." I'm like, "Go ask Rod if it was cool because he literally put every letter on those dog tags." It was neat. I mean, I I I wanted him to look authentic, and I knew. You guys will see. I'm, I'm showing him a video of me literally this weekend on vacation. I've Wearing worn dog, these yeah. dog yeah. tags <laughs> everywhere. They're great. They're amazing. They're, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, they turned out I, exactly what I what I had hoped they would turn out. It'd be something that you'd wear again, right? It's not it, you know kind of a novelty with your with the call sign that we, everybody created for each other. But but like those subtleties. So like I wrote down immersion, you know, and we talk about production value all the time with these That's with right. these themes. And I'm, I'm you know remind, asking myself the question of like why is this important. And we, we talk about this every year. And, you know, sometimes it's we get pressed down with time. We're like, ah, oh, we don't have to do that. That's a lot, man. You know, like, it, that's not important. You know, it's like, but yes, it is. Because yeah. the, the summit to us is an immersion experience, right? We don't just go to a ballroom, sit around and talk about, you know, uh, a topic um, or even bring in a guest speaker. Like, it is an immersion experience from the day that the promotion starts right. to the to the day it ends. So right? Sunday morning. And and the reason for that is if you're throwing events or you're doing something like this with your team, what we have found is that people learn through story. So when people learn through story, when people learn through immersion, through an experience, it sticks. And then it creates this community, this camaraderie, this bond, this unique experience. I think you said it, Taylor. I loved this, by the way. Culture, uh, you said culture is uh, a group of people uh, sharing an experience together. Is that what, is that how you said that? Um, which was super cool. And I think the summit is a perfect example of that, of why would you go out of your way to do all this? Like, why not just throw an event and bring in a guest speaker? And the answer is because that little subtlety no of the dog tags yeah. And the little subtlety about the it's questions. Not forgettable. It's not forgettable. Yeah. It's the details that go in that make this just such a memory. And it anchors this emotion for people of like this incredible moment and experience and time. And therefore, whatever it is that you were trying to, it's like inception, right? Let's like it's once you, whatever you were trying to uh, plant a seed, it's going to now grow. It's going to get its own water. It's going to, to bloom because it's something that is important and that shapes them and that was emotional to them. And that, to me, is why the summits are so profound and impactful because a lot of people do events. But the way that we have learned how to do events, uh, it creates this, it just creates this turbocharge. And I think a majority of it is because of all the things that we could miss because they're difficult to do. And they're not "quote unquote" needed, but we know how important it is to create production value and immersion. Well, isn't it? You know, I, I remember us being at Tony Robbins years ago, and it was that old saying, like, you know, people think if I do a, a good job, I'll get good results. And it's like, no, no, you do a good job, you'll get average, average. results. You say, okay, well, I'll do a great job, I'll I'll get great. No, you do a great job, you'll get good results, right? And then the next level is you do a remarkable and extraordinary job, you get it all. Right. It's like that next level over and above all that is so disproportionately impactful to whatever you're doing. Right. We're just talking about a summit where sometimes that's the maddening part to these events. And, and we put in like the three of us, we had some challenges with some event, event planning things last minute. 
that we'll learn a lot from and grow from. But I mean, there were just last minute surprises that we were not prepared for that core helped with, or we pivoted to, you know, down to the nitty gritty detail. And you're kind of like had this maddening thought of you want every little detail to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that's kind of what drives a lot of it. So I think one, we could be better planners and to execute it. But I'm also proud that you kind of go with the flow, you figure out what you're missing. And then somebody was always willing to raise their hand and go to the store or go get ice or go get the pizza, whatever it may be. And, and that was cool. But, um, you know, just, it, but it was a lot this year. It was a lot, you know, yeah. down I mean, to fit. down to the fact that picking the three of us, this was a subtlety that I'm proud of too. Um, the three of us went to pick up our guests and we're looking at it like we wouldn't have it any other way. One, those are our guys. We want to hang out with them. That's right. Um, but no one was saying, Hey, you know, Rod, you go pick them up. We'll be back here because there was certainly plenty to do. Right. And we actually threw on full born, you know, full airborne flight suits, suits, flight suits, and we're suited up and aviators. We got some cool pictures. You know, we had their names on the signs, all that to say that was one of those subtleties where, it was a big deal for them flying across country away from their families to come invest time with our team. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure we disproportionately um, make sure they have a good time and they feel welcome. They feel respected uh, as opposed to sending a driver to go get them or one of us going to get them. We didn't even have enough seats on the way home, right? Yeah, we didn't right. have enough. We're, we're packed yeah. in a, in Rod's pickup truck. So that was it. That was a detail and a subtlety of the event that I thought really kicked it off. In well, the like there you go. There's that. your immersion from the, from the start, the right? Minute. The yeah. minute you walk out of the airport instantaneously, you're, you're thrown into this story and you are the hero. You are the person that's experiencing this story. And, you know, you know, I'm, they get the chance to speak at different places and, you know, be different guests. But I know the three of us looked at each other and said, we, we want this to be their favorite event that they ever speak at. Yeah. And because we want them to have an immersive experience. And so I think that philosophy um, carries a lot of weight. Um, well, yeah, we, that, I mean, we, we had flight suits for them to, to do their trainings in. We had dog tags for them. How about them, though? I mean, it says just as much about them, if anything, more. Because I remember on the first day, we're wearing these flight suits with these boots that are like three sizes too big. They're the most <laughs> uncomfortable boots. And I'm asking the guys, like, all right, guys, let's do the morning session. And then let's change into a pair of jeans and a, a, a Be Extraordinary shirt, right? Yep. And I think... It was Andy. Oh, yeah. He's like, no way. He's oh, like, yeah. no, man, we got to keep the, the flight suits on. It was, it and was cool. And so I thought that was cool because they were, they were all in, right? They weren't thinking that this was some corny theme. They were absolutely played full out. Yeah. And I think as a collective, that's the difference between an event, right? You can have a top, how many Top Gun events are there this year? Probably well, that was I think that was the number one cost, Halloween costume, too, this year. It's like Top Gun Maverick or one, one of the tops, but yeah. Yeah, so it's just there's a difference between, you know, hey, you can have a themed event or you can have people that really say, hey, no, let's go all out. Let's get let's get dressed up. It's let's funny you say that, too, and you mentioned that your video about your trip you just took, you wore the dog tag. I saw Andy uh, Rock Chalk do a, uh, do a video, a glove box video here probably three or four weeks ago, and he had his... There you go. He had his uh, he has dog tag on, so he you know there's more people than just us wearing it as you know a cool piece of jewelry or whatever. And for me, when I wear it, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool piece of jewelry, but like I get to I get to take the event with me everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's like that's special. You know, like if somebody asks me about it, I get to tell them the story. You know, I get that's to share true. the experience, and yeah. so I get to carry around this feeling of what I felt during the event with me. And I, I would 
I would argue that subconsciously a lot of people feel that way with that stuff. You mentioned something too, Brett, that I think is really cool. You talk about, um, you know, I'll just say that the way that we've conducted the actual sessions and then had events and then have events after the events, you talk about how people learn and how, you know, they go through the event and they're, they're, they're dialed in, they're excited about it, but then so much is put on the event after the event. We've learned the importance of the event after the event. There are so many breakthroughs that happen at these summits, for us included, right? And it's because you say, well, when you're, you're, either, you're either sitting in the sessions or you're, you're conducting the sessions, right? So whatever that identity is, and then anytime you guys go up, I'm getting something out of that, right? I'm watching you as you do your sessions. I'm learning something every year. I've heard this for, I've heard this for 15, 16 years. Every year I hear something, right? So it's like that. If, if, if I can say that, I promise you other people can say that. But, but what, where it gets cool for me is that you go from the sessions to another event. It's like, well, it's not just an event to go get banged up or, you know, drink 15 beers. The, the, the event after the event, the conversations you have, the breakthroughs that happen there, the intimate conversations you get to have with people you don't typically get to see, you know, it's as the event goes on, it gets richer with value, yeah. right? Yeah. As the as as you get rooted, you, you you show up to the venue, you find your footing, you get your bearing, and it's like from there on, it's like the, the, the value just increases everywhere you go. Yeah. Hey guys, Brett Young with the Be Extraordinary Podcast. I want to take a moment and just say thank you so much for listening. Uh, without you guys listening, this wouldn't be possible. Appreciate you guys so much. Um, if you have not uh, subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, on everywhere. You can also go to BeExtraordinaryPodcast.com and all of the feed, or you can watch the video playbacks and uh, subscribe to any, uh, whichever podcast feed that you enjoy most. Lastly, if you've not joined the Be Extraordinary community, uh, please go to the bottom of the website. Go to BeExtraordinaryPodcast.com. Go to the bottom. You will see the Extraordinary community right there through Telegram. You literally just click the button. It's free. There's a bunch of other amazing professionals and individuals that live by this philosophy, having incredible dynamic conversations about what they experience every day and becoming better. So again, thank you so much for listening. You guys rock. Be extraordinary. So there's something special about <clears throat> that event after the event, after the day after, because, uh, because there are so many good conversations and, you know, uh, you know, you look around the room and people are having these, you know, they're, they're having these huddles, yeah. you know, and they're having these conversations about where they're going, what they want, you know, what's, what are you struggling with? Hey, this is what I did to, to overcome that. Like, Hey, talk to me about that. They talked about this today. Hey, this resonated with me. It's just, so it, the conversations are literally all centric around the event. Yeah. And that's really cool because it's, you know, you would think, again, Taylor, back to your point, you know, you would think people want to break, you know, because yeah, that's like too much. We but, end at three. And it is. It, yeah. You do want a different setting and you do want a different environment. Um, but I'm just convinced that people are craving this and uh, not just here, but everywhere. They're craving it. If you're listening to this right now on the podcast and you have a team or you're aspiring to grow your team, like these are human needs that people want. And if you can create an environment where uh, people feel a, a connection, right? Connection is a human need like that. We want that as people. If you can create an environment where there's connection, if you can create a place where people have growth, like progress, like that's a human need, like, um, collaboration, um, you know, uh, 
a fun place where people feel and also safe. They feel like it's a safe environment where they can ask questions, where they can talk to peers, right? They're, they're, people are giving them feedback on how they can improve themselves and they aren't scared that those people are going to take their jobs. Like creating all this place where you have all these different triggering points of human needs just creates a really explosive thing for business because yeah. then you're then you're chasing fulfillment, right? Yeah. Someone Great feels point. fulfilled. They feel they feel excited about where they are, and they're more focused on improving their craft rather than is there a better opportunity out there, yeah. right? How many times, you know. Are, we as human beings, just from a career standpoint, if things aren't going the way that we want them to, we don't look inside to say, what can I do to improve my my craft or get better um, in this role that I'm in? We look at, you know, I wonder what the competitors, wonder what they're paying. I yeah. wonder what the competitors are doing. I wonder what other job offers are out there. I wonder if there's another industry that's more sexy. I wonder if there's something that's got, you know, whatever, the bells and whistles of flavor of the month. And I think it all stems from the fact that there are certain human needs that are not being met uh, within the business, um, and I think, I think a lot of operators don't feel like that's their job. That's not their job. They think that their job is to just make proficient team members in what they do, and we would completely disagree with that. I, I can think back to my corporate life, my medical, you know, short eight-year corporate life, and I would go. We'd go away to conferences, and the second the sessions were over, I was gone. Mm-hmm. I, I was in my hotel room hanging out. It's like, oh God, we got a dinner tonight. And I'd get, you'd get, you know, you'd go back and you'd rest and I'd, I'd take a shower and you'd put on a suit or you'd put on some nice clothes. You'd go to dinner and it was exactly that. You know, you're at a dinner and it's like you're with people you don't want to be with. You typically don't want to hang out with. Everybody's partying and inevitably you find out you're talking to someone that it might be the next step. It might be the next place you're, you're going to land. Mm. And whether that's constructive or not for that person in that individual, in that, in that environment, what a what a way to go, right? So it's why like is I'm that? away I'm away from my family. I'm at a convention. It's it's brutal, right? I'm I'm tired. I don't want to be there. I'm working a booth or I'm I'm you know meeting clients and it's like so anyway, I I just I I think there's so many I have so many examples of where that has hit me. It's like that's why this is so different and so valuable to me. And you have that experience that you know Taylor and I probably don't have as much of, which is super valuable. You know, I'm I'm probably a little jaded to the fact that I haven't had that type of experience in my past life. You know, why why do you think that is? Like, why do you think? You know, obviously, there's a lot of organizations that I have a strong opinion. You know, know, I mean, I I would go away with my my team. we went away to this uh, med trade. It was in Vegas, for God's sakes. I mean, med trade's a huge conference. I don't, I don't know if it's still going on, but whatever. The point is, is we'd go away, and we'd either be at a booth or we'd be, you know, checking the booths out. And it's like you're, you're. It's like, what are we here for, right? It's like number one, you don't have anything defined. You don't have a defined. You don't have a defined reason for being there. It's like everybody goes to med trade. Um. Like what your outcome is. Yeah, like what's what, the what, desired outcome, right? What yeah. do you, are, are, we're not there for growth. Mm. We're, not, we're not there for growth. I mean, these things are just, we, we go to conferences. You know, <laughs> I, think, I think you can over-conference people too. Like, I mean, I don't want to get off on that tangent, but it's like we just go to a conference because everybody else goes to a conference. Right. How about we go to a conference because we identify a conference and we identify an, a, a desired outcome based on who's on, who's on the agenda, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not I'm not being critical of, of, of conferences. I'm just saying that for me, it was always like we got to check this off the box. We got med trade coming up again. It's next June. It's like, man, 
We don't ever, what are we doing there? Right. right. It's like, it's a, it's, it's a chance for people to not work is what it was in that business. Right. It's like, we get out of the field, we get a chance to get on an airplane. It's like, it was more here. You did a good job. Go, go party in Vegas for four or five days. But, the, but as a conference goes, completely the opposite of, of how we view it and, mm. and, and, and the value that we wanted to d- deliver. I mean, I just, I just, I can't remember. I can't remember. And I'm, if I'm being completely honest, there might have been one relationship that that came from a conference that I still have to this day. So you think there's just a lack of intention? You're just going because you've always gone. I you're think not, you're not, or, or you're not casting a vision of what the intention should be, or what to look for, or what you can get out of. I this. won't. I won't generalize that. I'll tell you. For me, there was never. We're going to go to this conference with this desired outcome in, in place. That's a lesson, man. That's yeah. that's good. Yeah, and I, I also think I was thinking about what you. You said, like, I feel like when you're playing an event, you have this idea of like, hey, here's the environment we want to create. We want to create conversations about, you know, good, you know, encouraging conversations. We always talk about that. We want to talk about work. We also want to talk, right? But you want a culture, this environment that you're trying to create. And then the the events and the circumstances, the party bus or the event, those all kind of support That's like right. what you want to create rather than leaning on the actual happy hour or the actual party bus to create the environment, if that makes sense. So it's almost like, where do you start when you, when you start doing an event? Do you start with the intention? Do you start with the environment? Do you start with the philosophies that you live by? And then you figure out, you know, how you structure the event to make sure that it meets those core needs. Or do you just go to an event to go to an event and kind of at the mercy of, you know, whatever that bar tab, that dinner, that experience that, you know, you get wined and dined and it's one thing, but you know, it's kind of like a, these corporate accounts that just, you, you know, you're running up a tab, but there's no real intention that, of what, what are you there for? What's the a, outcome a, you're looking that's for? That's a cool you know? example. I mean, every night in Vegas, it's like, well, who's taking us to dinner tonight? Right. Right. We're, you know, we're, we're customers of all the big medical vendors and it's like, who's taking us to dinner tonight? And, it's just, it's just, and then it's, you're sitting at a dinner and you're sitting across from people. It's like, you know, he's got to, he's got to check things off or she's got to check things off of her list. Anyway, I, I just, I just, I'm just reminded of that, right? I'm reminded of the corporate grind with all the different conventions and, and conferences you go to where, you know, if, if, you know, we've gone to a couple of the insurance business around here in the insurance industry where it's been, there's, there's been one or two good hour sessions where we're like, that's why we came, you know? And so I, I just think that I won't say that it's, it's like that generally, but for me, it was, there was never a defined desired outcome that we're going for. Well, and I was just thinking about, as you're talking about the corporate accounts, a lot of the stuff that we mentioned that we valued or maybe we did to bring value or somebody did to we receive the value, they don't really cost that much money. You know, it really is more about the intention and then maybe the time to actually get it done. But it's more of like the thoughtfulness. It's not really the money. I mean, certainly, you know, renting a venue or getting a party bus cost money, but not doing dog tags, you know, not you know, figuring out what somebody wants to drink and so you can have it ready for them in the room, right? That just takes, that just takes thoughtfulness and that creates a feeling and an experience um, rather than just delivering a product and service and saying, hey, we're the company, so we're going to pay for everything. Yeah, here's a $5,000 dinner. You're you're here because it's an open bar. You know, you hope to not have that feeling of like, well, they're paying for it, so it's an open bar, so let's go. You more have that feeling of like, man, this is so cool and it happens to be an open bar, but I get to hang out with, you know, some of my friends and my colleagues and, that kind of thing. So 
I, two things you guys said. Number one, that's really cool for you to share that. I don't think you've ever shared that. I can totally see that with conferences and stuff because I just get it from friends of mine. They're just like, oh, I got to go to this show or, you know, I can't wait. You know, I mean, I get a hotel for two, three days. I get, I get two hours and I have to be on. But then after that, I'm just going to let it rip. Right. Like so. And it's not I'm going to go hang out with the people that I work with. It's usually, you know, I'm going to hang out with, you know, whatever, you know, it's it's so it's more about them getting away than it is about them going there totally. for anything to learn. Um, so secondhand, I totally can understand that cause I've heard that, but that's good to hear from somebody who's got experience. And then Taylor, you just mentioned having intention, everything, well, both of them are intentional, but everything surrounding the event, basically being on purpose, it has to have a reason. There has to be a, a reason why you're doing something. Now it doesn't have to be super complicated. It could be like, look that, you know, these guys and gals have, have fun, have, have yeah. earned it, right? Yeah. We want to create a, a really fun environment where people, you know, like that could be it, but just to do something because you look around and this is what you do at a conference. Or this is what you do at a show or this is what you do at a meeting. Like that is, that does not serve you because everybody has different outcomes. Everybody has different things that they're trying to do based on your business, based on where your cycle is, based on what, how you think, and doing what somebody else does, you can borrow from what other people do if you if you if you agree with it and it helps you. Yeah. But you really do have to take a take a look and see like what's good and what's not. And we we've gotten rid of some stuff that just we thought would be fine, but it just didn't work. Um, or or it was fine, but it wasn't extraordinary. So it was like why take up the space? Um, and I think that's a big deal. Like even to the to the type of food that you're gonna you know do is it quick service is it are people hanging out on on uh you know standing up on cocktail tables so they can mingle around and have more conversations or is it a sit-down dinner it's intimate because you're gonna you're you're next to somebody and you're gonna be talking to them all night like that simple subtlety of why of of those two contrasts just from food is going to create a completely different experience for the people that are at the event and based on what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to accomplish, it could be the difference between having those breakthroughs like you talked about, yeah. or it could be the difference of it just being a dinner that dragged on. Well, I think too, time. I mean, our, 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 our philosophy of being a personal development company that happens to sell insurance, we put personal developments, we put personal development over insurance. That, that is exuded in any event we ever put on. And that's why I believe that people come there with the excitement because it's about them. That's right. And when you talk about the conferences, it's about the company. It's about the, yeah. the trade. It's about it's the industry. It's about everything before you. When people are coming to a summit, it, it, it's, it is about what they're going to leave a different person. That's right. It is for them. They, if you, if you, if you put, you get out what you put in Taylor, like you said it, they know that if they come to this event, Everything that's being poured in is to help them become better. And if you just lean into that, you can have incredible breakthroughs. And now there's been stories of people coming out of the summit and being different. You know, I think about the the, the one event with Tori. Um, he just came out a completely different person. Like his numbers went off the charts. He became a leader. His habits changed. He became a different human being. And now you have those stories and people look at those stories. They see that. They've heard about that. And then, they, and then now you have this, 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 this almost like self-fulfilling uh, prophecy type deal where it's, it's reinforcing what you said as a, a leader or, or, or the owner of a company, right? It's one thing for us to say it. It's a whole different deal when you have your, the peers within the group talking about the event and how impactful it can be. 
Um, but I don't think that you, I don't think you really get that unless it's centric around the attendees, unless it's centric around the people that are going there. So like I wrote down, like, what are you at the event for and what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Right. As the attendee, like what's in it for me? And if you can't answer that with a, with an empowering answer, you're going to have people rolling their eyes in the back. And you're going to be the frustrated business owner and the frustrated leader that spent all yeah. this money on this yeah. event. And you are the guy that's drinking a beer with somebody at, at a happy hour two months later going, man, you know, these things aren't worth it. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to do a Zoom meeting and we're going to get everybody over virtually because I want to spend the money. Well, and and about- the guy in the back room rolling his eyes is buying this. Is all, this is all hype. It's all bullshit. It's all hype. Sure, right, because yeah, we don't yeah, we don't rah, we don't rah. live it we don't live it daily. It's mm-hmm. rah, we, rah. we live it once a year, and it's like okay, this is a rah rah bullshit hype session, and that's what all the sales you know conferences that I've ever been to in the medical industry. That's what everybody said. It's like mm-hmm. oh, it's just once a, once a year hype shit. And you hear about hey, yeah, when times are good, companies will do these events. But yep. the minute there's recession or the minute that times get tough, they get rid of the events. You know, and it's just I think that goes to say that you're probably not doing it for an intentional reason or there's right. not enough in it for the person that you're looking to serve that it would actually be valuable for the collective, right? Like there, to that, there's dude. some challenges when you strip away this, Oh yeah, we got a couple extra, however many thousand dollars. So let's throw an event for our team yeah. and say that we appreciate them, right. which is fine, man. Like do what you're going to do, like no judgment, but would you do it if, you didn't, you know, it moved if the things needle. got tight, right? But yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, so let's 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 digress this. So if I'm listening to this podcast, right, like in, in I would love to do these things or I've thought about doing them or maybe the person that runs my company, you know, they don't do them as much anymore. Um, you know, why, why, why would you do an event like this? Like, why would you, why would you invest tens of thousands of dollars? Which, by the way, if you're younger in your cycle, it doesn't have to be tens of thousands of dollars, but it could it be is, tens of hundreds. It's expensive. I think our first summit was, you know, we, we went to a house that, that we had access to. Yep. We, there was nothing fancy. It was, I mean, so, I so that. like, I think that's an important point, that is an right? Important you part. don't, the, the event is not centered on how much you can spend to make it this fancy thing for your team to impress them. It's just in a, it's about, you know, the other stuff. So go ahead. I interrupted that, you. That's a great perspective. And that probably is going to, it's probably going to be in your answer. Yeah. So why do these events? You know, why, why, if, if, you know, why make the case that this is important to do with your team? I, from, I'll go ahead and share what's on my mind. I, I think it's, it's important for people to understand what they're a part of, right? And for us, we preach personal development. We practice personal development. Um, we walk the talk, right? And, and I don't, I'm not saying that from an ego standpoint or trying to make us be more special than what we are. That's just something that we, that's who we are. That's who we, that, that's, that's because that's, we're not special. <laughs> we're not special, but I mean, that's, that's who we, we, we work hard to become that. So I think it's important. I, I, I put, I think we put the summit on for my, re, my reason would be to let people know what they're a part of to expose people to the power of personal development, what that means quantified in their personal lives and how it bleeds into their personal or professional lives. And we've, and you, you know, you talk about success stories, we talk about breakthroughs. I think it's in that order. So for me, the idea of the summit and the philosophy that we're a personal development company first, it makes people better. And I, and we've said this all along. If we stop selling insurance and we decided to sell something else, I think I think the, the team would be like, this is great. So, so let me dig a little bit here, just so I'm listening to this and I'm and I'm wondering, okay, that's great that they know that they're part of, but for the investment that it takes, why is it important that somebody knows what they're part of? Why is that? It, why is that so important to me as a as a, a business builder and a leader? 
is there, what, what advantages do I have if my team recognizes what they're a part of? Well, because on the surface, you're here for a job, right? It's like, oh, yeah, that's my job, right? But it's like if you start talking about the, the things that we, would, that we think are important, that we make available to people to be better professionally, but when they learn that it's not just to be, to, for their own professional gain or for our gain as an employee, if you will, it's for their gain personally first, that's what I would say. So, okay, so it gives you an advantage because... Becoming a better person is going to make you a better husband, a better spouse, a better wife, a better whatever, a better parent, right? And then you take those same things you're learning or you're exposed to by understanding what you're exposed to and putting them in the right order, you're going to be better professionally as a result of it. And so are they more bought in because of that? I think they're way more bought in. So are you going to have better retention? Are you going to hold on to people? Are you going to be able to recruit better? Are you going to be able to get better performance? I mean, I, I, I don't I don't think there's an agenda. I don't think the three of us would have an agenda there. I think we just want to provide a ground, a vehicle or a, 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 a ground for people to become better people. And I think that, and, and for me, at least how I view it, it's like if you become a better person, your outcomes at work are going to become better. Your outcomes at home are going to become better. So personal development is going to bleed into professional development. That, that's, but, but I think it can't, it, you got to know what you're a part of, right? And, and we have a lot of different tools and a lot of different events that we conduct throughout the year. But when you say be here a year from now or, or make it to summit and then be here a year from now, I mean, I, I think from there, just, it just allows people to build big time from there. What about you? It's worth it. You know, my agenda would people believe that it's worth it and that they're more willing. I, I think everyone has this tank of, of gas, right? I know we're not fully 100% electronic vehicles yet, right? They have gasoline in this tank. And they're deciding in these different areas of their life whether it's going to be willing to use that gasoline for whatever they're doing, whether it's in their marriage and a friendship or it's in their work. And I want those events to paint a picture of what they're a part of, what's in it for them, why personal development's worth it, why the industry, you know, why an insurance industry can support you know, their dreams and goals. But I want all of that to be framed in a reference that they believe that it's worth it to tap their gas tank and to give more and to be more and, and, and to pursue a journey. And I think everyone's making that trade every single day. I don't know. Is this going to be worth it? Should I give it my all or sh- should I just kind of show up? You know, I, I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. You know, I, I don't know if it's going to be worth it this time because I don't want to use, I don't want to use too much gas because then what if, what if I'm not here long? You know, what if the insurance industry isn't for me? What if I don't, you know what I mean? Everyone's trading that. And I think if you can build, you know, somebody's belief to where they believe that it's worth it, they can find out magical things about themselves and to where what starts happening when you start tapping that gas tank to where that call comes in and you're, you're more willing to pick it up to where that client has a request and you're not only going to deliver that you know, requests that they have and, and execute it, but you're going to go over and, uh, and above. What does that start to create for you personally and start to create for an office environment? So um, that's what I hope for those events is that it's just this big experience that just builds people's belief so they can see for themselves first and then as a collective that being here, doing hard things, uh, pursuing fulfillment and, and real quality relationships is not easy. It's not easy, but it's worth it. And the one thing about these summits, look, there's things that go wrong. There's, there's, you know, we have 40 people, employees and, and guests at, at this, this summit. You know, you have little interactions and you work through stuff and 
you got somebody that drinks too much, right? You got all these different things in, in relationships. You got somebody that's got to, you know, apologize to somebody about whatever it is. I just, it's, it's not perfect. It's, it's sometimes a little messy. You got yet something you forgot about an event that somebody's got to run out to the store last minute and you're frustrated, whatever it is. But, but I think coming away from those events, I'm almost borderline depressed because I'm like, God, that was special. That was special. And when I go into that next week, I'm more willing to pay the price for myself or for a teammate because I believe in this mission. So, um, you know, I dig that's great. that. Yeah, that's really great. More willing to pay the price. I like that. That's cool, man. Um, well, man, I'll give you my perspective on that just so we can, we'll probably wrap this up after this. Because I think if you're listening to this podcast and then when I talk to people about the summit and uh, you, they'll do maybe a one day, even if you do a one day, good for you. That's awesome. Um, it takes a lot, man. It's a lot. Uh, but if you could do, if you could pull off a multi-day event, an immersive event, I would, I would argue that it would change your business. I would, it would change your business. And, and here's why. I fundamentally, I fundamentally agree where I, where I, I love both of your answers, by the way, and I agree with both of them where I will, uh, maybe inject something a little bit different, Rod, is and I, I do have an agenda. I, I have a very intentional agenda um, with these events. And just like all good intentions, as long as they have a good intention, it's okay to have an agenda. I just believe wholeheartedly, and I know you guys will too, that I just believe you get, if you allow, if you give people everything that they want, you'll have everything that you want. Right? If you can help enough people get what they're looking for, then you'll have everything that you're looking for. Right, And we're here to build a business. We're a for-profit company, and I'm proud of it. Right, But I know that if we can help people become more, they will inherently bring more value. But so many of employers and so many other competitors and so many other people are so concerned with only giving in these small channels of life, comp, benefits, time flexibility, right? The, 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 the bullshit sectors of corporate America, like you say, of how we give to our team is so shallow and is so, does not even, t it's just the surface level of what it is to give to another human being that we don't go any deeper than that. That's right. And, and, and just back to the conversation about the human, the, 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 the human needs that people have, like everything shows up in a business. Everything shows up in a business. Death shows up in a business. Divorce shows up in a business. Uh, uh, I mean, finances. finances show up in a business. Burnout shows up in a business. Um, Midlife crises show up in a business. There's there is everything that shows up in a business. Business is a is like this unbelievable petri dish of people, and so to to continue to try to keep all that out and try to keep this work, what we do is we limit growth for people. We don't allow people to have this playground where there's padded. There's it's a it's 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 padded and it's safe. And if you get hurt, you're going to get hurt, but you're not going to get that hurt, right? Because we got you. We have an environment where people can play, where right. they can, where they, it's, it's safe in here to, to, to stretch past your boundaries and grow, right? And, and when you, when you do these events, you create this immersive experience that allows people to push past what's normal. They cry. 
They laugh. They go deep. They experience emotions at these events, right? It's immersive, and that's what I mean by immersive. So for me, man, I just think if you're thinking about doing these events, I just think it's it's a huge undertaking, and it's not going to be perfect. And like Taylor said, you you don't have to spend a lot of money, but the little subtleties of creating these uh, production value driven events that are centered around stories create something magical for people because I think it allows people to just be themselves. It allows people to be human. And the more human you can allow your business to become, the more people are going to want to pursue. They're going to want to grow. They're going to want to reach, right? But so much of us, of our professional lives, we're kept in a box, right? We're, we're, we're limited. We're, we're told to stay in the line. No, don't color outside the lines. So, I, I, you know, purely with don't take it the wrong way with a, with a good intention, but a very strong agenda to figure out what people want. Yeah, I would agree with that. And make sure they get it. Yeah. They may want a, they may want friendships because they just don't have them. They may want a fraternity and a sorority that they just never felt a part of. They may want a, a leadership and a mentor that genuinely cares about them because they never had parents like that. They may want to be in an environment that teaches them how to manage finances and grow a business because they never showed, nobody ever told them how to budget and their finances are a disaster. Like there could be an unlimited amount of different things that they're wanting and they're not getting from outside your business. And if you create these environments that allow people to be human and be messy, like you said, Tay, like be messy and be okay with that, it gives people a safe place to, to grow. Yeah. And, and, and I just know that if people grow and they become more, they're going to give so much more to the business, right? Like what you said, Tay, it's worth it. They're going to pursue a journey. They're going to build the belief. They're going to be willing to pay the price. And inherently, the customer wins. Inherently, Urban Young wins. Inherently, Taylor Young, Rod Urban, Brett Young, we win. Not from a standpoint of getting something out of it, but a standpoint because we gave 100x what we got back. But that's the way life works. An agenda doesn't mean that you're not willing to give more than you receive. An agenda just means that I have intention. An agenda means I am coming in with this with a purpose. I have a purpose to give you 50 to 100 times more value than I'm going to receive back. And because of that, we win. And notice, by the way, a lot of the stuff that you're giving to, to team members and you're giving to, to, to employees, it doesn't cost you anywhere near the amount of money it would be to give them this massive package like competitors do. The stuff that we give people is 100, in, in my just humble opinion, if you're listening to this, I want to give you something that I, I, I believe could completely change your business and change your life. The stuff that you can give your teammates, the stuff you can give your employees, the stuff you can give people that you're leading that doesn't cost any money is a hundred times more valuable than any of the financial stuff that you're going to be able to offer them. And inherently, you're able to recruit, develop, and retain people that no one else can because you're giving something that no one else does. You're playing on a completely different level than yeah. everybody else is. And it's just it's just apples and oranges. So in, inherently, no one's looking at, at what everybody else is offering because it doesn't matter. And, and we want people to make a lot of money, but in, but don't take this the wrong way. We, we, we have a lot of people make a lot of money. We want that and they continue to get better. But they're not looking at how much someone's going to pay them. Because the competitors can't give them what we give them. And, and I'm proud of that. And so if you're listening to this and you ask yourself the question, why do events? Why would I put in the investment? Why would I take time away from my business? The answer is because it can give you exponential growth. It will give you exponential growth. It will give you less distractions, more quality of life, 
more revenue on the bottom line, more profit, more margin, more experience, more fulfillment, more everything, because what you're doing is you're creating a container to be more human. And at the end of the day, all of us are looking for that. So, man, I'm just proud of us. I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of what we've done in the last decade, which is super cool. Um, I'm excited to see where this will go in the next decade, um, because God knows what we probably do is we could do a whole podcast of what didn't go right this last year, <laughs> um, which would probably be even more fun for somebody to listen to this, which would be cool. So, but all I know yeah. is this, it's like, we, we know what all, what didn't go right, but we just, that's just one way we figured out that we're not going to let that happen again. Um, you know, the same mistakes that the mistakes that we had the first two, three years are not the same mistakes we're having the, at least the 10th. So, you're um, not, you're not forgetting any adapters or driving yeah. in a, a you know, taxi cab in Inter- Nassau, City, Nassau. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. That's a great story. We don't have time for it today. Well, I, but. I, I did want to come and then bring us home because I thought that was really well articulated. Very well. Um, but what's most businesses' biggest line item when you look at a P&L as far as an expense? It's payroll. payroll. It's payroll. It's your people, period, right? So your investment is already heavy in those people. Hey guys, Brett Young with the Be Extraordinary Podcast. I want to take a moment and just say thank you so much for listening. Uh, without you guys listening, this wouldn't be possible. Appreciate you guys so much. Um, if you have not uh, subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, everywhere. You can also go to BeExtraordinaryPodcast.com and all of the feed, or you can watch the video playbacks and uh, subscribe to any uh, whichever podcast feed that you enjoy most. Lastly, if you've not joined the Be Extraordinary community, uh, please go to the bottom of the website. Go to BeExtraordinaryPodcast.com. Go to the bottom. You will see the Extraordinary community right there through Telegram. You literally just click the button. It's free. There's a bunch of other amazing professionals and individuals that live by this philosophy, having incredible dynamic conversations about what they experience every day and becoming better. So again, thank you so much for listening. You guys rock. Be Extraordinary. What would what would it look like to just invest a little bit more in a different way that is not monetary and what kind of return that would give you, right? That's just an indicator if you're objective about this and you say, I don't know, Brett's a pretty feeling-centered guy. I don't know if I can dig it. We'll just, we'll make it objective. Look at your P&L. Look at your biggest cost. All the things you mentioned about a life happen regardless of what you do. Everybody, right? Everything, yeah. the challenges that everyone goes through personally, you know, loss, you know, wins, all that stuff, they happen regardless. So you just hope to create enough an environment that you can, you know, be there for people. People can be there for you when you go through it. And because no one's immune to that shit. And especially when you're doing that long enough, I'm amazed as a little bit of a tangent and you can wrap us up. When we first got started working with like a couple of young guys, everyone's single. It's like none of these life events were happening. Mm. Like, no one was dying. No one was getting divorced. Like, all that stuff, right? Um, and, and now, all of a sudden, you know, you're a certain size and you're in a certain phase of life. You're just, like, amazed. You're heartbroken at times of how many personal situations, even just within yeah. our ecosystem, yeah. are happening. So, you know, what are you doing to get ahead of the, all those things that are going to happen? See, and, and the question I would ask is, what would happen if your business and your job, your place of work, Instead of becoming the place that was too much and someone had to take a vacation from from when those things happen, this became the container where you needed to be around, right? What if what if you created a community and environment where those events, you want to go through those events being close to this flame instead of being farther away from it? Sure. And, you know, 
to, to how like think about how put a price tag on that that I have a community and a group of people that love, care about me, and have my back no matter what, and we all are in a specific mission together, growing every single day, and I know for a fact that when shit hits the fan, they've got my back, because I know for a fact when shit hits the fan for them, I've got their back. And Yeah, how do you put that in a package? You, you, tell, me, you tell me what that's worth for you if you had yeah. that at a place where you work. That's right. And don't worry, I'll wait. Yeah. Hey, by the way, no doubt. Bi- biggest expense for a business? Payroll. Biggest challenge in today's hiring environment Creating. from a business owner, can't hire good people, yeah. right? So how about, how about, two, how about, how about turnover? Indica- turnover. Yeah. We don't Attrition, even talk about right? that. that. Those three things that you just mentioned right off the top of your head, everyone can relate to if they've run a team or a business. What are you doing intentionally to stay in front of this? If it's not an event, what is it? You know, and, and take the dollar amount out of it. Take the package out of it because you can just simply not outspend everyone. Well, and you, you, think, just can't you do think too, you hire somebody and, and, and the one thing that you could probably say about any business that hires people is their training program is probably weak. It's probably pretty weak, right? They want to fast track somebody and get them going so they may cut some corners. I mean, that, that, that's happening every time. And if, that's, if there's no other plan to help develop people personally, which I think bleeds into professionally. What's I mean, that I, quote? They say, what happens if I hire somebody and they, uh, they don't develop or something like that and they don't work out? And somebody's like, well, what happens if they, you hire somebody and they don't develop and they do work out or something like that where it's like, it's okay if somebody doesn't work out, but it's like you want to invest every single time to make sure that person's developed, bought in, that when the case they do work out, now you have somebody within your environment that believes it and is is a high level of con, you know contribution type of person. So I kind of look at the training program, yeah. the events. It all starts to lump together, doesn't it? Yeah. And it starts to lump together in philosophies that you decide as a business owner or a team lead. What do you actually believe in? What does this vehicle represent? Okay, well then let's make our training program, let's make our events, let's make all this stuff surrounded to support that stuff in a real way. And it's going to be different for every business because what we do may not jive with you. That's okay. It's got to be unique. It's got to be genuine to you. Doesn't even have to be unique. Just got to be genuine to you. Right, you could borrow the same playbook that we've laid out and done it in your own way or in your own environment and have a lot of success and spend less money and have less people. But you start with the intention first, and then you can kind of build around it what those circumstances are. Um, so I do think you said why do events, and I can't help myself. Why do anything? Why 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 do a training program? You know why have a dress code for when you show up to work? You know. Why have any construct in anything, right? Because you decide that that construct re- represents a, a philosophy that you believe in and setting an intention to go after a, a, an outcome. And, and you believe that by doing that, why get married, right? People talk about all the time. It's just a construct. We don't have to get too deep, but these events and these, these different things around what we're talking about, they're just decisions to honor an intention and create an environment that you're more likely to have success in. Yeah. Well, man, that's a great way to kick it off or kick it down. I guess you'd say, as Mike would say, our trainer, it's time to bring it down. So bring it down, bring it down, bring it in. Let's bring it down. Well, man, guys, this was great. Um, absolutely love it. Always a pleasure with you guys, uh, when we get together. So if you have not joined the be extraordinary community, please do that. Go to be extraordinary podcast.com and join for free today. As always. Thanks guys. Remember be extraordinary.